Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Curling fans, as America's best curling teams prepare to compete on the world stage, you've come to the one place with everything you need involving USA Curling. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Get ready for everything that you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, anything involving Team USA forming and the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea for Team USA Curling is found here. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson and the 12th In Sports Network crew powered by Isagenics. All right, welcome back into the Extra Extra Podcast. Night in day four is now officially in the books. Gentlemen, join, as always, this week, Jerry Gertz, President and CEO of Curling Zone, Joe Calabrese, 12th in Sports Network, Price Atkinson right here. Again, night four in the books, guys, here in Baxter Arena. Let's get to the action today. Let's start off on the women's side. Jamie Sinclair, a tough loss after being in control. A good bit of the way last night against Nina Roth comes back tonight. And they get two wins today uh, to really kind of, I don't want to say get back in the thick of things, but really get the taste of last night out of their mouths. Yeah, a real dominant performance uh, this morning against yep. uh, Christensen, a 9-3 win there. And then tonight uh, against Nina Roth, uh, they really dictated the style of play. You know, I've talked about this a few times where, uh, you know, Nina likes rocks and play and, and it gives it, gives her an opportunity to take uh, advantage of her strengths you know mm-hmm. that great draw weight that she's always got in her back pocket to you know hide and generate some offense yep. and, but today was a different story uh jamie got two in the first uh forced a single and then got another deuce to get off to an early lead which you know for for uh, nina that makes it hard to actually get rocks in play so uh you know we've seen some some great matches between those two teams and uh you know, we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, before we go to Joe, just real quick, Sinclair, just to give you the scores today, 9-3 over Christensen this morning and then 7-4 to tonight over Nina Roth after that obvious, uh, you know, the narrow 8-7 to defeat last night at the hands of Nina Roth. So, again, two wins today for Sinclair. Look really good doing it, Joe. Yeah, you know, the, the morning session, I didn't get to see a ton of it, but every time I looked over there, it seemed like Sinclair had rocks all over the place and, and Christensen was uh, having a draw against a ton. And... It was a little bit of the same, actually, uh, when I looked at the Roth Sinclair game tonight. It, again, you'd mentioned it sort of dictated the style of play, and Nina so far this week has tried, it seems, to get into the house early and hope for things to kind of go their way in angles. Yeah. And it seems like against Sinclair, they've had a really tough time doing that. Sure. And uh, it might be uh, Vicky's ability to hit um, that they're a little bit afraid of, and when they get up. Vicky's such a weapon that I, I don't know how you counteract that unless you are super committed to playing aggressively. Yeah, and speaking of Vicky, uh, last I looked at the stats, she was number one amongst the seconds. So she's having a, a, a great tournament. Uh, coming into tonight's game, I believe she was 84% for the week thus far and, and uh, strong performance out of Vicky. And, and I, I totally agree, Joe. 
All right, let's hear from Jamie Sinclair coming off the ice tonight. Caught up with her just very briefly down there, but obviously had a big smile on her face after two wins today. Here's Jamie Sinclair. All right, Jamie, I know it was a tough one last night. But, boy, if there was a way to turn the page from last night to today, you guys did it with two big wins. Just talk about it. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, last night was tough because we played really well. We were just never – things just weren't going our way. So we knew that we just – we had to just keep doing what we were doing, um, just never give up, like just really stay resilient. And it paid off. Um, we played super well. Uh, we're just kind of in that in that groove, in that jive. Last night you guys played really well. It's just missing a couple key shots tonight. You guys didn't miss a key shot. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and uh, just like bouncing back after that and not getting down on ourselves. There's there's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, a lot of um, emotions in this event. But it's really just um, focusing on the positives and knowing that we're doing everything we can. Is it tough? in a way mentally just going against the same two teams over and over <laughs> a little bit um it is a little bit repetitive but it's kind of cool to like really dissect their strategy and really analyze what they're doing since you have so many opportunities mm-hmm. or so many times against them right. um so we're really we're really diving into more stuff than we normally would uh in curling because you don't play that many teams this often <laughs> congratulations see you tomorrow all right thank you so much all right that's jamie sinclair right there and uh you know, again, two big wins today. I know they were very frustrated, as you would imagine, coming off the ice last night in a game that they really had in control. But they do uh, get two wins today and kind of really jump back in it with Nina Roth. All right, uh, on the men's side today, guys, what do you think? Uh, Todd Burr right now, you want to talk surprises. We kind of belabored Brady Clark, who is now officially out of this thing in terms of mathematically, but how about a big surprise here? Todd Burr now 4-2, and two, gets two wins today. As this morning, they defeat Brady to officially knock Team Clark out. And then tonight, uh, a really – it may not have been aesthetically pleasing at times, but 5-3 to three over Craig Brown. Yeah, that game tonight, Brown's team is just really – you know, they're done. You know, they're, yeah. they, they've been eliminated from the competition. You kind of see them out on the ice. Their focus is totally gone. And, uh, you know, it's the tough part about playing around Robin yep. in, in an event like this that has so much on the line and so much buildup up to it that, you know, when you're a team like Brown and, and now your dream is gone, it's yeah. done, you've been playing for this for four years, you know, you start to see some of that uh, happen on the ice. And, you know, Burr's team, you know, they played well again tonight and, and had a good game earlier today. The one thing that Todd always has, again, draw weight. And uh, anytime your skip has uh, got that draw weight in his back pocket, uh, you know you're going to keep games close. You're going to be able to generate offense, and and uh, they continue to do that, and they continue to win games here. Hey Joe, one thing I th- you see with Todd Bird, and you saw it again tonight. It's just to me, it's a staple of watching Todd play. It's patience. You know, he's he's patient sometimes to take a blank and just take another blank until he gets what he wants. Ah, oh my goodness! I just woke up. Um, so here's what happens. You know, Todd, um, you know, plays a game that is, is again not aesthetically pleasing. He um, is very patient. Um, I, I call it defensive. I think he's yeah. looking for opportunities, um, but they're difficult opportunities. But what winds up happening is he doesn't have to be perfect in order to work to work it to his advantage. As long yeah. as the other team isn't perfect, and I think that's. When he, he played Brown and Clark today, two teams that have not played perfect at all this week, he's, I think he's going to wind up with victories most of the time in those situations. Mm-hmm. Now, tomorrow, he's playing you know, McCormick and he's playing Schuster. Um, 
I think it's going to be a different story tomorrow. That's just my personal opinion. They have to be much, much sharper in my mind if they're going to beat those two teams. Yeah, and to compete at that level, at the elite level of the game, you know, you can't wait for your opposition to miss. They're not, you know, they're not going to give you those opportunities. You have to go out and generate them. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm not sure Todd's team is is, uh, is there uh, skill-wise. Uh, strategically, for sure. You know, Todd calls a very good game, and, and you know, again, that draw weight will get you into uh, into games and keep you there. But, uh, you know, the way Schuster has uh, kind of taken over, I think, uh, uh, yesterday after uh, after two bad ends against Brady in, in the evening game, they, the rest of that game, they were firing on all cylinders. And then today against Heath McCormick, uh, I personally statted that game for the TV draw. So mm-hmm. I got a real good look at that game. And Matt Hamilton was the star of that game. He uh, he was brilliant. I believe he shot somewhere like a 97%. And uh, he was worth every percentage point of that uh, today with uh, a lot of great shot making. And then, you know, the rest of that lineup as well. And, and uh, you know, I think Tyler's numbers were a hair low, but really they were the result of rolling out on some open ends where the misses really didn't matter. Right. And, uh, you know, they played great. And, you know, if Schuster continues to maintain that level of play, I think this thing's over. Yeah, I think if Tyler's sitting there having to make, you know, simple peels, things are going pretty well for Schuster. Yeah, and, it, you yeah. know, it, and there was a lot of ends today where that's where Ty, that's what Tyler was doing. Yeah, Heath McCormick's team didn't play bad either. You know, they they really battled out there and, and uh, you know, played pretty well, especially the back end. Plies had a really good game. Mm-hmm. And, and Heater himself, same thing. Um, you know, Corey, Corey Dropkin's numbers were a little low, but again, I think that was a result of a couple misses early. So the, the percentage itself wasn't indicative of his overall game. And, and those misses didn't really factor into the line, the line score a lot. Yeah. I think that the thing about those early misses and it wasn't just Corey, there were, there were, it seemed like there was one miss per end that stopped Heater from having the opportunity to play offense. And it, it's, that's his game. And yeah. he never got a chance to really play it. And that's got to be a little bit frustrating for a team that's been playing so well. Yeah, to I not don't get those opportunities. Yeah, I won't. I, I wouldn't put a lot of that on Heater's game. You know, it was. I think Schuster's team just shot so well. Yeah, I would agree. You know, it's second again. Matt Hamilton's game was just so good. It's hard to put those rocks in good places to to uh, build opportunities. Yeah, Schuster 6-5 over McCormick this morning and John Schuster now 5 and 1 the clubhouse leader over McCormick at 5 and 2 Todd Burr 4 and 2 and Schuster will be on the ice tomorrow with two of them. We'll get into set the table for tomorrow in a second, but after the game this morning here's what Matt Hamilton had to say about the win over Heater McCormick. We never really felt like we got in a lot of trouble, but we never really got them in a lot of trouble until uh, later in the game there. I think the uh, eighth end, we got them in a little bit of trouble, and it kind of worked our way. But we just knew that we would catch a miss eventually, and when they when they did, we had to capitalize on the opportunity. Five and one now, obviously, at worst, a tiebreaker. We know that there's a whole lot more going on. You guys have a lot in front of you, but playing so well right now. Where do you, where do you grade Team Schuster at this point? B, B minus. Uh, we're playing all right, but we did, there's a lot of room to sharpen up and be even tighter. And uh, we've played better before. We know we're capable of it. And uh, uh, we're definitely on the upswing, though. For a guy that loves him a crowd, loves him some energy, what do you think about the energy here in Omaha? Oh, the fans are great here. They, 
are super supportive. They're quiet when they need to be. They cheer when they need to. And it's uh, it's been a great atmosphere. And obviously, I've been feeding off it pretty well. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the night off. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. And as Jerry Gertz termed him, he was a star today. He was the star, and that's Matt Hamilton right there. And we won't let it go to Matt Hamilton's head, I hope, for maybe too <laughs> long, Jerry. So a badge of honor there as you star out our man Matt Hamilton. But let's go ahead and step away real quick when we come back. We'll take a look at tomorrow coming up is one of our points here of the Extra Extra and Podcast with the 12 Inn Sports Network, powered by Isogenics, setting the table for day five here at the Olympic Trials, the final day of the round robin. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy new curling equipment, don't settle for cheap imitations. Hardline came onto the scene seven years ago and is at the forefront of high performance and recreational curling equipment. Hardline's ice pad is the best choice when it comes to brush heads, which is why top-ranked pros play with it, including world champions Team Gushu, as well as U.S. men's and women's national champions Team Schuster and Team Sinclair. Whether you're looking for brooms, the Pro Slide Delivery Aid designed by Reed Carruthers, or shoes and apparel, take a look at Hardline and see why they are the number one for curling equipment. Show the sponsor your support by going to tesn.us and clicking on the Hardline Ice Pad logo. All right, welcome back into the Extra Action Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network, powered by Isagenics. Bryce Atkinson joined as always up here high atop Baxter Arena, Jerry Gertz from Curling Zone, Joe Calabrese, 12th in Sports Network. And the women's side, let's take a look at the standings here, guys. Uh, are we headed toward a tiebreaker? I don't know, but we could be. Nina Roth, Jamie Sinclair now tied atop the standings, 3-2. to two. Corey Christensen at the bottom, 1-3. and three. As I mentioned, tomorrow, the final day of round-robin play, Corey Christensen will be on the ice tomorrow in sheet D against Nina Roth, and then Joe on uh, sheet C tomorrow night against uh, Jamie Sinclair. Yeah, I mean, the only way there's going to be a tiebreaker is if Corey wins both games. Yeah, must win first first game in the morning, and uh, we'll see what uh, what happens there. You know, should she grab that uh, win, then it'll come down to the game against Sinclair as to uh, whether we'll have a three-way, three-and-three tie, and then it'll come down to, I believe what will end up happening is somebody will advance on their uh, uh, last shot draw shootout score. And then the other two teams will play a tiebreaker to uh, join them in that best-of-three final. I smell the pre-trials. Maybe do I smell it happening here at the Olympic trials on oh, the women's let's side? Not. Yeah, let's hope not. But not, not necessarily for the sake of Christensen, just for the sake of uh, of uh, the format and, and everything as well. Well, let's we'll see what Corey's made of. You know, this is going to be an interesting to see tomorrow. Jamie, tomorrow night, uh, Jamie's going to have the morning off, and they'll get recouped and rested a little bit. And, you know, obviously, it's going to really depend on can Corey get it done against Nina in the morning to see if that night game is how meaningful it is, if it is meaningful at all. Yeah, we're sitting here up in the press box at uh, Baxter Arena, and uh, Christensen's team's down on the ice with uh, with uh, Coach Jake Higgs and, and uh, getting some practice rocks in. The whole squad is out tonight, so uh, you know they really know how important those games are tomorrow. Yep, so tomorrow morning we will have – I'll uh, let Joe tell everybody what our feature game is going to be. I'm not sure if that's changed, but he's got that. Uh, and maybe in his head, maybe he doesn't. Here he goes. I'm going to make have, Joe have to work here at 1030 at night. But tomorrow on Sheet B, 11 a.m. local time, 12 o'clock noon, East Coast time. Brady Clark and Craig Brown on Sheet C. We'll have John Schuster and Todd Burr. And then on Sheet D, Corey Christensen and Nina Roth, McCormick and Sinclair, they will have the mornings off. And then tomorrow night, Heater McCormick and Todd Burr on sheet B, 
and then Corey Christensen and Jamie Sinclair on sheet C, followed by Craig Brown and John Schuster on sheet D. Those games in the evening tomorrow, 7 o'clock here locally in Omaha, 8 o'clock East Coast time. Yeah, we, I'm sorry. We've got – so the feature game is going to be Schuster-Burr in the morning session. Okay. And then depending on the outcome of that Christensen game, it'll either be Christensen-Sinclair or McCormick-Burr most likely. Very good. Yeah, you know what? That uh, We are going to have – Critical games, regardless, to, uh, tomorrow night on draw ten here. Um, yep. Win or lose, uh, Burr Schuster. Uh, that game in the evening between McCormick and Burr will determine whether there will be a tiebreaker game or somebody gets in clear. So uh, definitely two great draws tomorrow that are going to uh, mm-hmm. you know help determine uh, what our playoff weekend looks like. Hump day, great curling here, and you, know, you mentioned McCormick and Burr tomorrow night. Todd Burr's got a tough day. Schuster in the morning, McCormick at night. A lot on the line there, but Corey Dropkin, after their game uh, uh, tonight, caught up with him just for a few minutes. Here's what Corey Dropkin had to say. All right, we're here with Corey Dropkin after they get a win tonight, 7-2 to over Brady Clark. Corey, just talk about bouncing back after this morning. Yeah, I mean, that loss this morning uh, was a tough one for us, but it was important for us to kind of put that one behind and uh, come out uh, tonight and be patient and take advantage of the misses when we got them. And so getting that win tonight was uh, was huge for us. How you guys uh, get ready for tomorrow? Looks like you looks like a collision course with you guys and John Schuster again. Still, you got a little bit more to play before you book your ticket in the finals. Correct, yeah. We still got one more game to go against Todd Burr, and we'll see how things go. Um, in an extra hour, we got a bye tomorrow morning, um, so we'll probably just get up, get a little bit of gym time to keep blood flowing and whatnot, and then get back on the ice at night and come out firing. Yeah, Burr right now uh, leading, but that could be an interesting game tomorrow night. Yep, yep, definitely could be an interesting one. So we'll see how things go and, uh, you know, kind of keep our heads up and stay positive and, you know, go out there and do our best. Awesome. Congratulations, Corey. All right, that's one of the members of the Young Buck, the one of the front end youngins from Team McCormick. And, guys, before we get out of here, final thoughts on day four, getting ready for day five. Starting to see, you know, the, the cream of the, the the cream rise to the top here, I think. Um, you know, they're getting comfortable on the ice. They're getting comfortable with the rocks. You know, it's one of the things out here. You know, curling stones are not perfectly matched. And uh, a lot of times what happens is, is, you know, they mix and match. And as they get games on the ice, they get feel for the stones. And they know which ones are the good ones and which ones they like to throw and, and match them up. And, you know, the good teams really start to find those rocks. And, uh, you know, that's something that even Todd Burr's team will be out there. Yep. You know, that, that experience is, is very important to, to finding that and, and getting that read on the ice. The ice conditions continue to improve and continue to get better. The you know the ice crew here has done a wonderful job of of uh, controlling the conditions and uh, and adjusting to everything that's mm-hmm. going on here. The crowds have been amazing. You know I really love Omaha and 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 the show that they've put on and and uh, sounds like it's going to get bigger and better for the weekend as well. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the crowds are going to be like this weekend. I, you know I, I think today was a Sinclair statement. You know we're we're here and we're going to win. We, they they had a real disappointing loss last night to to Roth. I think they came out dedicated, ready to go. They showed it initially in that morning draw against Christensen and then came back and stamped a, a little bit of a statement there on, on Raw. Uh, we'll see how it works out uh, tomorrow. But, 
I like the way, I like the way they're playing right mm-hmm. now. I do too. Yeah, Christian or uh, sorry, Sinclair is uh, you know those two losses that they had on Last Rock without the hammer, where they really had the opportunity to to put the screws to their opponents there. You know, those are the kind of games that can make or break you, and uh, Sinclair really did show their medal today. Yeah, and finally, real quick, it was talking with Terry Davis, Director of Communications, USA Curling. It was interesting when we were looking down, and I thought there was more people, certainly more people in the lower bowl than last night. I thought we almost had a Sunday kind of Saturday crowd, at least in the lower sections on the side. Now, on the far and the upper deck, no, there, weren't, there wasn't anybody up there, but that was a for a Tuesday night. That was incredible here in Omaha. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. So much fun. All right, don't forget, check out curlingzone.com. All kinds of statistics, uh, numbers, analytics, everything you want right there on curlingzone.com. Of course, the 12th Sports Network, T-E-S-N.us. And, of course, Twitter, Facebook. Give us a follow on 12th Sports Network, T-E-S-N, Facebook and Twitter. But, guys, that'll do it for day four here. In Omaha, Baxter Arena, as we get ready to start turning for home. Final day of round robin tomorrow, day five. It's on tap for Joe Calabrese, 12th in Sports Network. Jerry, Jerry Gertz from Curling Zone. I'm Bryce Atkinson. See you tomorrow night. Yeah. Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Follow Price and the 12th in Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up on our weekly contest, giveaways, and guests for upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In podcast, powered by Isogenics. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot and attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves cyber reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you in the fight to end cyber attacks we are the defenders join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere learn more at cyberreason.com. that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com